This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We'll check in with the Heisman Trophy winner, Carson Palmer, former number one overall pick. Also, Richard Sherman, Niners defensive back, stops by. And the great Bob Costas on yesterday's Hall of Fame voting. Nobody got in. We'll talk to Bob about Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds. You know, there's other players there, uh, Roger Clemens. You know, Sammy Sosa had four of the best years a power hitter's ever had. Maybe the four greatest years, and he had them, I think, consecutively. He's not even sniffing the Hall of Fame. Uh, Andy Pettit is not sniffing the Hall of Fame. What you have to keep an eye on sometimes is those who are in the 20s as far as the uh, percentage of votes – just you keep an eye on that steady progress. Uh, Scott Rowland's going to go into the Hall of Fame, I believe. Todd Helton is going to go into the Hall of Fame. Omar Vizquel may go into the Hall of Fame. And then you have A-Rod next year on the ballot. And you have Big Poppy on the ballot as well. I think Big Poppy's got a better chance than A-Rod. But A-Rod's been on this PR kick here since he got out of baseball. Shark Tank, Sunday Night Baseball, dating J-Lo, going to the inauguration. <laughs> He's, just, he's been kind of reconfigured here. He's had a great five years since he retired from the sport. Yes, Paul. It's like he and Jeter are in one of those body-switching movies. <laughs> Jeter's struggling with his franchise down there. Yeah, but the Marlins did make the playoffs, That's though. True. Yes, they You're did. You're Marlins. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I talk about the media is a guilty of wishful reporting. Wishful reporting with Aaron Rodgers. What was he saying on Sunday after the game? Does he want out? Where could he go? Let's speculate on where he could go. And I went... I don't think this has anything to do with him wanting out. He may want a new contract, which I understand. But 
You don't have to read between the lines with what the Rams are saying about Jared Goff's future. Here is Les Snead, the Rams GM yesterday. With Jared, with Sean, since they've started partnering together, uh, you know, Jared has more, more wins than any other quarterback except Tom Brady. So there has been successes there. And now the, the vision, the goal is to, to look at the model, see if there's some tweaks to be made to make sure we get back to who we want to be. Okay, and finally, I'm sorry. So you can't say at this moment that Jared Goff will be on the team in 2021. What I can say is Jared Goff's a Ram in this moment. And I said it's way too early to speculate. The future, that's a beautiful mystery. (laughs) He's a Ram right now. Yes, he is. Yes, technically he is, and he's still under contract. Let's bring in a friend of the show, Carson Palmer, the uh, former number one overall pick by the Bengals, Heisman Trophy winner at USC, and he is uh, now a college football Hall of Famer. Carson, how are you today? I'm well, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Where do you want to start? Wherever you want to go. How would you feel if you're Jared Goff? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough situation. He's he's gone in and, and he he started, you know, his career really slowly, obviously, with the end of the, the Coach Fisher area or era. And then with Coach McVay coming in, he was hot and they were on fire and Todd Gurley was rolling. But as soon as you saw Gurley slow down with the injuries, you, you started to notice that he was the centerpiece of that offense. He was the engine that made that offense go without Gurley. Um, and without some of the weapons they've they've been missing, guys like Cooper Cup with injuries, Goff has looked like he had he doesn't have the ability to carry a team on his shoulders. And it sounds like the Rams have figured that out and maybe looking to go in a different direction. But also, you look at these quarterbacks now, Carson. Compare how you were coming out of USC and being ready for the NFL with, let's say, I know your brother's been working out Trevor Lawrence. How ready Trevor Lawrence is compared to the way you were when you were coming out of USC. Oh, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence is just as prepared as anybody that's that's coming on the from the college scene into the NFL scene. I mean, he's he's been in a very, uh, very difficult pro style offense. He's played against great, great competition in a future NFL players. Um, he's no doubt ready. I mean, I mean, he's still got another year left. He, he still has, um, you know, he could go back and continue to develop, but. You know, he's he's ready. He's physically ready. He's mentally ready. He's played on big stages and played extremely well on big stages. So, you know, he's as ready as myself, you know, Andrew Luck, you name it. Um, he, he's prepared, uh, you know, going to Clemson, playing for that coaching staff. There's no doubt in my mind he's ready to translate in the NFL. What's your brother say about Trevor Lawrence? What's what's the biggest, best thing that he does? Um, I think the thing that jumped out to me is just maturity. He just said, you know, for a guy that's still got time left at the college level and, you know, he came in and played as a true freshman. um, The first thing that he said, and and it's the same thing he said about Joe Joe Burrow last year was maturity. And, you know, I want to hear about arm talent, speed and quickness and release and how's his whip and, you know, accuracy, all those things. And the two things he jumped that jumped out at me when he started talking about Joe Burrow and Trevor was they're just mature beyond their years. And, and that's interesting, but that's really important because I go back to what Urban Meyer said about Dwayne Haskins prior to the draft. He said, maturity concerns here. And I don't know if we ever factor that in or how tangible something like that is. We're always looking for how quick are you? Uh, you know, what's your Wonderlick test score? How do you do in front of the whiteboard? What are your medicals there? But to understand maturity, like how do you gauge that? 
Well, it should have been a red flag for the Redskins when the head coach of the university that that player <laughs> was coming from says that. I mean, that to me, you know, you, you hear so many coaches hype up players and that's their job. Their job is to recruit these high school kids at 18 and tell their mom and dad they're going to take care of them, be a father figure for them on campus, you know, develop those players mentally and physically and then start singing their praises when they're getting ready to go to the NFL because that is good on those head coaches' resumes when they have high draft picks or number one, number two, number three picks. But when the head coach that's supposed to be singing your praises isn't, to me, that's a massive red flag. Bruce Arians was uh, your head coach with the Cardinals. What kind of coach was he? Old school. Uh, very, you know, the, with so many of these young head coaches you're seeing and Matt LaFleur and Sean McVay and, and so on and so forth, Bruce didn't, didn't play that game. Bruce was a grinder, and he still is a grinder. You're going to practice every, you know, every opportunity that the CBA lets you practice. We're going to be on the field. We're going to have pads on. We're going to be thumping. And there's so many other these young coaches come in and they want to do walkthroughs and they want to sit in more meetings and they want to talk more football. <laughs> Bruce is old school. Bruce, Bruce will talk a little bit of football, but he wants to be out on the field proving it. And that's what's so amazing to me about Tom Brady is Tom Brady's not missing practices. He's not taking veteran days off. He's not rehabbing small injuries. He's practicing week in, week out. And just knowing the, the way that Bruce rolls – um, you know, that that's one of the things that got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl game is that work ethic that Bruce has brought in and instilled in that program. But how important do you think his personality, his approach being different from Bill Belichick's maybe suited Tom Brady or Brady, it, it attracted Brady to the Buccaneers? Well, I think the first thing that attracted Brady to the Buccaneers is is the talent level. Um, you know, everybody was so shocked that why would Brady go to Tampa? I can't believe he's not going to L.A. or New York. He wouldn't worry about market size. Brady was worried about playmakers. You know, his last couple of years in New England, Julian Edelman was his number one. You know, Julian Edelman have seven catches for 65 yards. He needed a guy like Mike Evans that could have five catches for 170 and Godwin who could have eight catches for 178. You know, he needed that explosiveness and he knew it. So he didn't care about the market size or the coaching staff. He was really going to a place that had great players. I mean, you look at that roster offensively, defensively on the offensive line and defensive line. I mean, that, that team is extremely well built by Jason light, the GM there. And that's what he was looking for. He, you've heard, you know, Bruce talk about Brady's coaching ability and he's always talking to younger players and, you know, in their ears and, and giving them pointers here and there. He, he knew he could help on the coaching side. He needed athletes. He needed talent. And he found the, the most talented roster and that's why he's in Tampa. What does Brady do better than Patrick Mahomes? Um, it's, it has nothing to do with, it's obviously not physical. Um, it's all upstairs. I think his understanding of defenses, um, his understanding of his own protection schemes and how to change those protection schemes in split seconds at the line of scrimmage. I mean, Patrick's a smart kid and, and obviously um, a once-in-a-generation talent physically, but Brady's got so many years of being in the moment, third and long, in the red zone, got to score situations where he had to change a protection or had to change a play within the matter of three seconds and get everybody on the same page with him on offense and execute the play. That takes years. That takes um, just time and time again, repetition over and over and over again. And Patrick doesn't quite have that underneath his belt like Tom does after 20 plus years in the league. 
We just had Scotty Miller on last hour, and he said that he knew it was going to be a touchdown because he he took three steps and he could see the defensive back was looking in the backfield at Brady, and he, he said, number 20, you better turn and run because he was going to blow right by him. How often does that happen where you kind of see a touchdown before it's a touchdown? I'd say two or three times a game. I mean, you, you go into a game plan, you have eight to 10 shots that, that you, you're, they're called shots, long play action, throwing the ball downfield, 50, 60 plus yards. And every once in a while a play comes in and you're just, you're, you're calling it in the huddle and you're going, please God, please be in quarters coverage or please be in man or please be in this zone. And every once in a while you walk up the line of scrimmage, you see the bluff of the defense. They're trying to show single high and then right as you're getting ready to snap, you see the defense unfold into the defense that they're going to play on that play. And you go, I got them. And that's exactly what happened on that play. I'm sure, as Scotty said, I'm sure the same thing was going on on Brady's head. As they were bluffing cover two and they went to single high, he was just thinking, please, number 20, please just stay low and let Scotty get on top of you. And I got a touchdown before the half. He's Carson Palmer, the former Bengals quarterback and uh, now a college football Hall of Famer. He's uh, joining us on behalf of the uh, CBD brand Level Select. They're launching their new Level C immune support CBD oil drops to uh, help people stay at the top of their game this cold and flu season. Why do you think the Players Association, or the NFL, I should say, relaxed the uh, marijuana testing? I just thought it was another issue they had to deal with. And, you know, it was just easier to relax it than be more stringent, especially with every, you know, it seems like every state in this country is legalizing it. Um, it seemed that that it just seemed, you know, to them as another hurdle, another issue, another media topic that they have to deal with. And with the rest of the country being more lax, they decided to lax their rules. The difference between CBD and marijuana, if you could have smoked marijuana legally back when you were playing to get through, you know, aches and pains or whatever, would you? If it helped me like CBD does, you know, I, I uh, after playing for 15 years, I don't know, three knee surgeries on my left knee, thumb surgeries, shoulder, all kinds of issues. Um, you know, I'm at a point in my life now being 41 years old where I just, I don't want to be in pain. And I, you get tired of being in pain. You get tired of that constant headache that you have in your knee. And so I, I use level select CBD on my knee. I'm going skiing today. It's dumping snow outside <laughs> up in Idaho. So I want to feel as good as I possibly can trying to keep up with my kids on the ski slope. So um, you know, it's, it's something I use on a, on a daily basis. It's something that, you know, I send to my folks, my parents use their, they're in their seventies. Um, it's something that's really helped me keep up with my kids and enjoy life the way I want to in, in football retirement. What did you make Aaron Rodgers comments after the loss to Tampa Bay on Sunday? You know, Aaron's, Aaron's dramatic and, and, um, you know, as much as he doesn't want to be dramatic, I think sometimes he can't help it. Um, you know, losing in the NFC championship game, I've been there, I've done that. It's, it's so hard to swallow quickly. It's something that takes time to let those heels, you know, wound, uh, th those wounds heal. And um, you got to realize, I mean, it, you go and interview a guy after he got done playing a season that he started training for the previous February, almost a year in advance, and was so focused on this is the year, this is it. They win their division. They have a home. They have the home championship game in their backyard. This is their year. And then, boom, it's over. 
and everybody goes their separate ways and the team is completely different the next year and you know it, everybody in the locker room knows it. Some coaches are going to get fired. Maybe players contracts aren't going to get renewed. Um, and it's an easy moment to be dramatic. And as we all know, we've heard, we've heard Aaron over the years, he, he gets very dramatic in some times, uh, in some instances. And I just think it was the culmination of a season ending. It didn't end the way he wanted. Every quarterback wants to go for it and not kick a field goal in that, in that instance. And it's just, you know, it's, it builds up inside you. And sometimes you just can't say the right PR thing. Sometimes you can't just put it to bed and say, Hey, you know, we didn't win the game. I, I got to play better. Um, you know, that's the way you want to, you know, you want to portray the end of a season. Unfortunately, he didn't portray it that way. And now he's got to deal with it for the next probably f- year until the next season starts. Yeah, but you draft Jordan Love and it's almost like it hit, it hit Rodgers on Sunday. You know, we drafted Jordan Love. We didn't, we didn't draft a tight end. We didn't draft a wide receiver. We didn't draft a shutdown corner. We drafted my successor. And it's almost like he went, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen here. I, 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 I mean, maybe I'm reading into it way too much, but it's almost like it hit Packer fans as well. Boy, it would have been nice if we used that draft pick on a tight end, a wide receiver, a shutdown corner there. Maybe that factored in. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's Aaron's sentiment. That's the, you know, the hidden uh, agenda behind what he said. Aaron's not going anywhere. The Packers aren't trading Aaron. Aaron's the best player in the league, maybe the top two or three players in the league. He will be a Packer next year. He's pissed they did. They used a first-round pick on a guy that was holding a clipboard behind him. He needed somebody in the huddle with him. So I understand his frustration. Um, you know, I, I wish he would have he would have phrased some of his comments post-game a little bit differently. But there's a lot of built up in that. Like I said, I mean, that's an entire year's work that just ends instantly. And maybe that was kind of chipping away at him in the back of his head that, you know, their first round pick is standing next to him <laughs> as he's watching the defense, you know, and, and then he jots out on the field and he needs weapons. He needs more than just, you know, Devonte. He needs more guys. And I'm sure that is something that's been chipping away at him. Um, and so I think that's why that kind of came out that way. And like I said, now Aaron's got to continuously answer questions all off season and into next training camp about it. The product is CBD. The uh, brand is Level Select, and it's Level C, Immune Support CBD Oil Drops, to help people stay at the top of their game and can help somebody as old and decrepit as Carson go out on the uh, ski slopes there in, uh, in Idaho. Are you any good as a skier? Uh, not comparatively speaking here, but I'm still faster than my kids, and that's all that matters right now. <laughs> can you still out-throw them? Can you throw the ball farther than them? Yeah, but I mean, my my oldest boy is twelve, so I think I have I've got another calendar year. He's, <laughs> he can chuck it about forty or fifty right now, and as he's going up, I'm slowly going down. So I got to take advantage of it while I got it. Is he a quarterback? He is. He is. He he wants to play quarterback. He's my my brother's got an online coaching uh, academy called QB Summit that he's on every night. He's doing drills. We we've got you know seven feet of snow in our yard here, so he's in the garage doing footwork drills. I'm throwing bags at him. He's working, you know, stepping up in the pocket, avoiding bags. So, yeah, we're, we're training, and, uh, you know, I, I think he's got a pretty bright future. We'll see. Has USC offered him a scholarship? Not yet. Next year. You think so? Uh, his film here in Idaho is going to be pretty good because the competition level isn't quite that of Southern California. Yeah. Um, so he's going to have good film. We'll, we'll see. Great to talk to you, bud. And uh, glad you're well. Thank you. 
That's uh, Carson Palmer joining us on the program. Idaho uh, it sounds like pretty good gig right now. Got some fresh, fresh pow, fresh powder. I, who was it who said that one time? And I didn't know what they were talking about. I don't know if it was Seton who kind of came in. Was it Sean White? Sean White, yeah. Sean White. Oh, we got some fresh, fresh powder. Is it Poe? Fresh, fresh Pow. I, fresh, think, I fresh, think he said fresh. Well, you got some fresh Poe? Yeah, He's I like, did. You mean fresh Pow? <laughs> yeah, it's not pronounced fresh. Poder. You got it's some fresh Poe. You got yeah, fresh Poe there? <laughs> fresh Pow? Yes, Paul. I remember when you said it, I heard you go, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Uh, that's like when, when Sean Salisbury used to do the show with me. And we had, I think, LL Cool J. And he goes, uh, hey, uh, do you listen to other artists like uh, Nirvana? And I went, oh, no, no, it's not, not Nirvana. And we're laughing. And all of a sudden you hear LL Cool J go, Nirvana? <laughs> Sean was so mad. Yeah, like even he was laughing at him, LL Cool J. Uh, got some fresh po. Yeah, McLovin. I think it's fresh po-po. The po-po. No, it's something the, different. The po-po. That's a fritzy line, and you yeah. didn't do well with that. I don't know. The popo's yeah. the police. I know. I know. I like to say the bomb around my daughter just so she gets mad at me. She's like, Daddy, thank, that's 30 thank, years old. Thank you for bailing me out with my stupid line. <laughs> Fresh popo. Fresh popo. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back with some phone calls here. Settle on our poll question. Got a couple of stats of the day. Bruce Arians said something that surprised me about the Super Bowl. Have that for you coming up as well. Take a break. 21 after the hour. Dan Patrick Show. Scammers are using the news of a second stimulus to steal your personal information. Some common scams, including offers to get your payment faster, uh, fake checks, unsolicited messages by somebody claiming to be from the IRS. We get those phone calls. I've gotten that phone call where it's somebody from the IRS. And they're like, "Uh, give me your social security number. I said, you're with the IRS. You should have that. And then I hung up. But if you stay on the line or that you let them uh, on your website, you, they get your email. They could be stealing your savings, your credit, your reputation, your future, your family's futures. Who knows how far they'll go. But uh, LifeLock will see your personal information on the dark web. They detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number, n- uh, number for sale on the dark web. If they detect the information has potentially been compromised, they send you an alert. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. You can keep what's yours and you need to with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code Patrick. 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Promo code Patrick for up to 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. And available in off-road mode, transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology Projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE SUV. 
Got another big announcement. Dan Patrick Podcast Network launching a new show. It's called Meeting Tom Cruise. It's a podcast where Jeff Meacham from the show Blackish and Joel Johnstone from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel interview celebrity guests about their personal experiences with the iconic Tom Cruise. Great chemistry with these guys. A lot of fun. The uh, weekly podcast has uh, great personal stories about meeting meeting, uh, Tom Cruise. And uh, maybe one of those stories will eventually lead to Jeff and Joel actually meeting Tom Cruise one day. Give it a listen. <laughs> iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Hold on. So these two guys haven't met Cruise. No. They're, they're aspiring to meet Cruise. Yes. But they talk to people who have met Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, Dan. You probably will. We had Tom Cruise on. Had to be 15 years ago. Fritzy worked like six months to get Tom Cruise on. This is, you know, Mission Impossible, all that stuff. It's a media tour, so he's doing 10 minutes with us and 10 minutes with Today Show. And his PR person, or whoever was running things, got on the line and says to me, uh, Tom Cruise is ready to talk to Dan Patrick. Uh, we're a little behind schedule, so you guys only have four minutes. <laughs> we had booked 10 minutes with him, which yeah. is standard procedure. Yeah. And I told you into your ear, uh, they just told me uh, it's only four minutes of Tom Cruise, and you go, I'll take care of it. <laughs> and then Tom gets on the line, and you go, hey, Tom, Dan Patrick. And Tom was like, Dan, this is really cool. I'm, I'm excited to be on. He goes, your people told me four minutes. I, I need like 10 or 11. Dan, whatever you need, don't worry about it. It was really great. The PR person was like, oh, no, no. First time I met him, the only time I met him was on the set, an Adam Sandler movie. And uh, he was still married to Katie Holmes. And their daughter was there uh, with them, Surrey. And that was the, uh, you know, you always think, when you see somebody on the big screen, you go, man, they're really big or they're tall or whatever. And Tom's not. Like you just, but the, the presence that he had, he had a Yankees hat on. Like it was just, you walked in and, uh, but Sandler, who goes, he thinks everybody knows everybody. They go, uh, hey, uh, Cruz, you know Danny? Hey, uh, Danny, that's uh, Tom Cruise. And I go, oh, hey, Tom, how, how are you? I, I don't know you. I know of you. And then I'm going to be in a scene with his wife. And uh, so I said to Katie, I said, uh, you know, hi, I'm, I'm Dan. I'm going to be in the scene with you. And she says, oh, great. And then that was it. And then Tom left eventually. And then Katie was there on the day that we shot. And that's when she famously came in with cookies and making sure that I had one since I was going to be in her scene. Yes, McClough. I'd be afraid to like look him in the eye, like he'd be like one of those like super famous people. Like you're not supposed to look at him or say anything to him, mm. but he wasn't like that. Well, he wasn't on the. It wasn't his movie, so he was on Sandler's movie set. Therefore, it's different. But I never thought at any moment, or you know, he goes, "Stop looking at me." Like, you know, it was just one of those where I was like, "Hey, Tom, how are you?" And then that was it. I tried to be really cool about it, subtle. Unlike when I met Aniston and I go, hey, Jen, I'm the sports guy. And she goes, oh, yeah, you're the sports. Like, she didn't even know my name. So she just said, oh, okay, you're the sports guy. Like, that was it. Yes, yeah, That's one of the things that I love about Adam Sandler so much is that he and Tom Cruise make completely different types of movies. Yeah. Yeah. And they're probably regarded as completely different types or caliber of actors. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when they walk into a room together, we each make billions of dollars in movies. So uh, I'm good. So, hey, uh, Tommy, you know Danny? Yeah, go ahead. That's because he's like, yeah, dude, I, I make billions and billions of dollars just like you. Yeah, Sandler is he's really good at doing that. When we went to dinner with him in Toronto and uh, we knew Dan Aykroyd was going to be there, but Ivan Reitman was going to be there, producer, director. And we went to his restaurant, I think. 
Yes. Our, yeah. And so we sat down and it was myself and the Dan as we were in the movie Pixel and uh, Pixels. And I just we wanted to ask Aykroyd all these questions about Saturday Night Live or John Belushi. And we just were sort of biding our time. We're just waiting. We didn't say anything. We didn't ha- we didn't have any questions. We were just kind of going, hmm, yeah, OK, great. All right. And then Sandler finally goes, hey, these guys, uh, these guys want to know about uh, Saturday Night Live and uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and and so Aykroyd just started telling us stories that he's probably told many, many times. But because Sandler asked him and I go, uh, Danny, tell him the tell him the Saturday Night Live story. Yeah, Paul. Aykroyd did a, such a solid because we were all geeking out that he were at the same table. He goes, I'll give you one. He goes, when I was on Saturday Night Live, everybody, none of us made any money. So really, so we'd all put 20 bucks in and we'd have a runner go out and buy some weed and we'd keep it in the writer's room because we just had it around. He goes, and I had a little shoebox and I put it above my desk and everyone knew to come there and they always stepped on my chair. He goes, I move on my career. 20 years later, I get asked to come back to Saturday Night Live. 20 years later, 23 years later. He goes, I walk in the room, everyone's looking at me. I stood on a, a, a step stool, open it up, and there's the box. And there's still like 40 bucks in it and some other stuff that was not good anymore. But it got to be really bad competitive back in the 70s with Saturday Night Live with hiding their stash. And then you'd have people knocking out the tiles in the ceiling looking for people's stash, you know, as they were uh, doing Saturday Night Live. Fascinating. But Aykroyd was really generous in, in telling stories, and he was animated with it. And, and I always thought that was one of the cooler gestures that Sandler did, that uh, he just said to Aykroyd. Because if we asked, then it would have been different. Here's Sandler asking it, and then Aykroyd just he started talking for the next 30 minutes. Yes, Todd? I was desperate to ask him a question about Erwin Mainway, that character he played of making toys that are unsafe for children, <laughs> one of his classic Saturday Night Live uh, it's, it's a bag of glass. The kids could look at the uh, reflective light. <laughs> It's a bag of glass. They just play with the little toddlers. Or when he played Julia Child and, <laughs> you know, there's blood all over the place. He's cooking on there. Yeah, there was there was there was a lot of things to ask him about, but we didn't. He just talked. And then once he was done talking, then that was pretty much it. We didn't want to go, hey, wait, one more thing. It wasn't. But he was very, very protective with Belushi because he he hated when people came up and said, hey, I'm, I'm friends with John Belushi. And then Aykroyd would say, yeah, tell me how. Like he he did not he did not suffer fools gladly when it came to John. He was he was so protective. And even now he just said, you know, I know who John's friends were. And when people come up and they want to ask me about John, you know, I, I'm, I'm suspicious. And he said, you know, and rightfully so. All right, uh, we had Scotty Miller on, the Bucks uh, wide receiver. In fact, it was about an hour ago where I asked him, he pretty fast, he thinks he ran maybe in the low four threes, high four twos, but he didn't get to go to the combine. And it, feel, it feels like he, you know, he's a little frosty about that, that, hey, I, you know, I ran a four three nine, but it was faster than that. So I asked Scotty Miller, the Buccaneers wide receiver, if he could beat Tyreek Hill in a race. How would you do if you and Tyreek Hill lined up? Oh, I'm, I'm taking me every day of the week. Um, I'll take me over anybody. Tyreek is unbelievable, uh, super quick, unbelievable talent. But if we're talking about race, I mean, I got all the confidence in myself against going up against anybody. Wait, you think you're the fastest guy in the NFL? Yes, sir. <laughs> 
He did say Tyreek was quick. There's a difference in that. A lot of guys are quick. I think Tyreek is quick, and I think he's fast. He also talked about the play at the end of the first half when uh, Brady threw him the bomb for the touchdown. When did you know that this could turn into a touchdown? Yeah, so like before the play, like I said, I wasn't really expecting this to happen at all. But right when I right when I took off and I saw him not running, in my head I'm like, dude, I'm like number twenty. You better start running. Like, I'm go right by you. Um, so at that moment, when I saw him just kind of like in a slow back, but I'm like, I'm about to score. And then I looked up and saw Tom. It's not the same thing I did. The ball is just floating. Twenty, you better start running because he's backpedaling because he's he's looking at Brady and. Scotty Miller knows he's got a touchdown there. It's not just a game. It's Wednesday night hockey this week. Uh, tonight, Blackhawks, Predators, Wednesday night, 730 Eastern on NBCSN. Scott in South Carolina. Hey, Scott, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. 5'9", rock solid, 175. Right. Dan, I, I heard something you were saying earlier about Bud Selig, PED's Hall of Fame. You know, David Ortiz is going to sail into the Hall of Fame, and he's got a positive test on his resume. I, I really have, a, have an issue with that if we're not going to let these other guys in who don't have positive tests the way that he does. Um, if, if you'll recall as well, Steve Wilstein, when he broke the Mark McGuire Andrew story, he was vilified by baseball, but also other members of the media um, for breaking that story. So, while I do agree the players' union is the big driving force in keeping the drug testing out of Major League Baseball for a long time, I really do also think the media is not clean in all of this. Neither are the fans. We've all got to wear this guilt collectively, uh, and I really think that these guys should be in the Hall of Fame. Thank all you. right. Well, thank you, Scott. You're right about it. I mean, we celebrated McGuire and Sosa. We loved it. I was working at Sports Center, went to Wrigley that year a couple of times to see Sammy. You know, it, you're right. We celebrated. I didn't know as much about it then. When I did find out, it cost me a friendship with Jason Giambi. Like, I, I, I didn't know enough. And I, I just remember that we were on a roller coaster ride. I mean, that's the feeling I had. The, the sport itself was on this roller coaster ride. And I'm not, I'm not thinking about how big they are. I'm enjoying the ride. And I was guilty, I think, of being more of a fan than I should have been. And I remember when, you know, I had to call out Jason Giambi. And he had been a friend. Invited me to his wedding. Okay? I, and I, I, I still love being around him. Uh, but I, I had to do my job. It's like I, I waited longer than I should have to do my job if that makes sense. And then I felt like, okay, now I got to be the gatekeeper. Now I got to be, I'm on sports center. I'm on the marquee show. Now it's incumbent upon me to make sure that I don't drop my guard again. And it's tricky. I mean, it really is. And it has been, uh, I was friends with a rod, you know, when he was with Seattle, we almost, well, he almost, you know, conf well, he did confront me. Um, you know, I had a problem with some things with him. But, uh, I mean, I wasn't some steroid vigilante there. I wasn't, you know, Charles Bronson going out, you know, trying to track people down. But, uh, you know, there was part of me that I, I needed to keep a closer eye and talk to people about this. 
And that happened after McGuire and Sosa. I was texting with McGuire's representative before that they're going into Congress. And I am texting to say, what is your strategy here? Because I was hoping Mark was clean. Deep down, I knew he wasn't. I knew Conseco wasn't. I knew those guys who were Rafael Palmero. But there's part of you that says, tell me what I was watching was real. Because as sports fans, that's what we want to know. Is it real? Did you do it legitimately? And then when you find out, that's why everybody turned on Lance Armstrong. Because it wasn't real. But it, but it was real in the sense everybody was cheating. So Lance just was a better rider, and they were all using the same stuff. Barry Bonds was using what everybody else was using. He was just a better baseball player. Should he get in the Hall of Fame? If you cheated later in your career, you sort of cheated. We think you cheated. Like it's, it's, it's really, really tricky. You know, Mike Piazza always had a good relationship with him. Do I think he used steroids? Yes, I do. But that's not enough. I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, but do I think? Yes. Have I talked to people? Yes. But I, I don't know. And then it gets to, I'm not judge and jury. I'm not voting on this. I'm glad I don't vote on this. But I don't know how important it is to you, the fans, if Barry Bonds gets in or Roger Clemens. Like the media, we're like, hey, we're not going to screw this up. You know, now we're going to hold everybody accountable. Well, if that's the case, A-Rod shouldn't even be on the ballot. You test, so they bust you twice. This isn't rumor innuendo. But look, it's up to the writers, Major League Baseball and the Hall of Fame, whatever they want to do. You know, it doesn't ruin my day. Um, it, and, and I would go to Cooperstown, and if I went to Cooperstown and I had grandkids and I would say, oh, you know, this player, uh, you know, by the way, whatever. Or Pete Rose, whatever. You tell them the story of that. I mean, it's, that's part of baseball. It's that the history of baseball is not perfect. It's been ugly. And there are guys who got in in the 30, or 40s and 50s and 60s. By today's standards, they wouldn't be getting in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Paul. The David Ortiz situation is very murky because his goes back to uh, one positive test from that 2003 spring training survey. The where, Mitchell report. Right, where the players were told they were giving a sample that would never see the light of day and was just used to gauge the amount of steroids that were used in baseball. Eventually it came out and David Ortiz's name was on the 2003 Mitchell report. Commissioner Manfred said that that report and those tests are under question and that there was at least 10 false positives in the tests that Ortiz was part of. He also, the commissioner, defended Ortiz by saying, since the drug testing policy started in 04 until the end of Ortiz's career, he never failed a drug test. So that is why I think people yeah. give Ortiz the nod. He's going to get the benefit of the doubt. And likability. Yes, and he's got a great story to tell. There were 104 positive tests with that Mitchell report. But then they said that there could have been false positives. But... There were quite a few players that were uh, on that list. And, you know, baseball is like, hey, let's just kind of find out what the numbers are. Because they were telling us 5% are dirty. 5%. That's it. And I went, boy, that is. I remember talking to John Smoltz. And I go, John, why, why, are, why is the 5% running baseball? 
And then he said, well, it's not 5%. I said, yeah, I know. But they keep spitting out these numbers. Hey, 95% are clean. All right, let me take a break. Bob Costas will join us on the topic coming up next hour. And uh, Richard Sherman, the Niners defensive back at the top of the hour. We'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get you can get unique stickers you could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes there's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with i was always a uh, battleship guy you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a Battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a Battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a Battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz 
features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. And available in off-road mode, transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE dash SUV. Can't say enough great things about Mercedes-Benz and these vans. We're going to be giving away that Sprinter van, but uh, you're going to be able to find out what it's like to go the extra mile. Mercedes-Benz vans are built, equipped, engineered, ready for anything. So uh, go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step to an authorized dealership today. Chiefs beat the Buccaneers. That was back on November 29th in Tampa, 27-24. Bruce Arians said it's a huge advantage for the Buccaneers to be playing the Super Bowl at home. I don't think it's a huge advantage because, first of all, the Chiefs have already been there. You don't have the crowd, a, a home true home field advantage. And the Chiefs don't have to go to Tampa. They don't get there until, I think, Saturday. Therefore, they don't have to deal with all the headaches that you have with Super Bowl week. They have an advantage. It's not a huge advantage, in my opinion. I also saw the ringer had a comparison basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing, Brady and Mahomes would be like Michael Jordan facing LeBron James. And the reason why I don't agree with it is, is Tom Brady is not Michael Jordan in his sport right now. Jordan at his best, was still the best player in the game. Tom's not the best player in the game. He's not the best quarterback. He's not going to be the best quarterback in this game. Uh, Mahomes playing the role of LeBron James, okay. But Tom, a couple of years ago, I could see that, but not this year where I would go, yeah, that's, that's equal with, with LeBron to Michael as Mahomes is to Brady. Yeah, McClellan. You'd still give him better than Wizards Jordan, though, right? That was nothing. Like, unless you thought that there was yeah, a Yeah, but chance. he wasn't playing for anything back then. Yeah, he still it, scored 20 a game, which is amazing. Yeah, but they weren't a good team. They weren't playing for championships. It's Brady with his skill level at this stage in his career is it, it, it's not. It doesn't equate to Jordan at his peak. And Jordan, if Jordan was facing LeBron at his peak, and LeBron was still in the beginning stages of his career, then okay, I understand that. But Tom is not the best quarterback in football right now. Yeah, Paul. It, it does seem like uh, Brady, though, has eclipsed the quarterback conversation, and now it's he's got to be compared to other sports. Like, is the greatest quarterback in NFL history, that conversation appears to be done for quite a while, and done done if he wins next Sunday, a week from Sunday. But Tom has never been viewed as the best player in football. But Jordan was the best player in basketball. Yeah. Okay. LeBron, to me, is the best player in basketball. And so if we're going to go Jordan at his peak, LeBron as the best, and this is even Jordan at his peak, or uh, LeBron at his peak. That's a few years ago. But I guess if you looked, if you change the semantics of the argument to best career, 
you know, because that's not best athlete, best player. If you said best career in sports history, Brady's he's right there, if not the best. Well, Brady is he and LeBron are very similar with the number of times they've gotten to the championship games. Uh, you know, Jack Nicholas came in second, I think, 18, 19 times in majors. Which imagine if he had five more. But he finished second, I think, 18 or 19 times to go along with 18 majors. You know, LeBron got there, and I, I, I still, you know, there. what happened to Jordan the other times that he didn't get there? I think that should be factored into the equation here. LeBron got there. Brady got there. And the only way you can win is if you get there. Yes, he feels like if you're looking sport to sport, though, it's a lot harder to do it in football than it is basketball. Yeah. Which that might not be fair, but... You're relying on a lot more people, and there's way more things that can go wrong in football than there are basketball. Yes. Yep. Right on board with that. By the way, Lakers versus the 76ers tonight. That's kind of spicy. Joel Embiid and his MVP candidacy. I still think it's, I think LeBron is on a mission to win the MVP this year. I think it's really important. He's playing every game. I, I, I just think he wants to let the voters know early this time because it felt like LeBron emerged on the scene later last season. And he's letting, I think he's got everybody on notice. I'm playing. There's no load management. We want the best record in basketball. And uh, I'm going to play for another championship. Yes, he. Do you think when LeBron and Michael Jordan get together, they commiserate about being underappreciated <laughs> and not winning enough MVPs? <laughs> <laughs> Me and you, buddy. Me and you. Oh, didn't Kobe only win one? I think he only won one. Yeah, McLovin. I'm so confused, but how come he doesn't need to load manage? It feels like he's playing himself into better shape. I, maybe load management is all wrong. No, but he's playing, and I said this at the start of the season, that you, if you play, but you don't play the, the same number of minutes, these are the lowest minutes of his career. And this is per game. And I think that it's smart on his part. But I do think that this is really important to win this MVP. Obviously, to win another championship. But be the MVP at this age? I don't know. Is Kareem the oldest to win an MVP at this age? Feels like maybe. Big hour coming up. Bob Costas will join us. And we will talk to Richard Sherman, the Niners defensive back as well. More phone calls as well here on the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, we close out the second hour, and what a second hour it was with Discover. Any credit card can give you cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards that's shaped like cash. You already know there's cash inside before you open it up, but in this case, it's stuffed with your first year cash back match, and you don't even have to send a thank you note. Cash back match only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. 
and Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.